developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Fee fun, it's the Owl Pitcher Podcast. Fee fun. Living the dream in Svaria, it's the Al Pitcher Podcast. Hey folks, uh, this is episode 34 and that is the new jingle. Um, if you want me to play it again, I can't because it was just me acting like a dick. And I think that's what we all need to do. We all need to act like dicks. I think if you're sitting there now and there's somebody next to you, just just put your hand on their thigh and just squeeze it like you would a dirty avocado. I know that's probably going to get some of you in trouble. It's probably going to get some of you in court. But hey, don't shoot the messenger, the man that brings happiness. Um, it's a big old week for me. Wowza, it's a big old week. I am recording. I'm actually going to record my show. Not this one, because this is recorded new. I'm going to record, um, a best of. Um, but more about that later, because I want to talk to you about nerves. I want to talk to you about, um... How scared I am. Um, how you're not supposed to be scared. But then people think you're not scared. And people think you just get up there. But um, I I genuinely do, do shit myself. Um, I... Um, not as bad as I used to. Uh, comedy for me was something where I'd sort of go... Why, why the hell am I doing this? You know, and I think a lot of the audience felt that as well. Like, why the hell is he doing this? But um, for me, it was, you know, a bit of therapy, a bit of like on stage kind of release. Um, so what I would do is I'd, I'd, I'd get up and I'd do it. You know, like I say, I don't drink. So getting up on stage and acting like an idiot was the best thing I could do. Um, I couldn't eat though. I wouldn't be able to eat for for quite some time before a gig. Absolutely no way would I eat. Um, now, I could probably have a plank steak, you know, like a plank uh, steak thing with mash, you know, you know that thing. Quite a Swedish meal, isn't it? Benet sauce. Benet sauce. Fee fan. Swedes love that, don't they? Some people actually have a full-on addiction to the Benets, don't they? They could put Benets... Instead of sunblock, I think some people use Benets, you know, in in, in the sunshine of Marbella, maybe. Uh, a Swede on holiday, angry that there's no coffee, no real coffee. They forgot to bring it, didn't you, Rolf? 
You forgot to bring it. Um, so they put Benet sauce all over them and they cook, they cook into this crispy brown flavor. And then they come back to Svaria and people say, Va, have you been on holiday? And the Swedes have been at home in Sweden basking, basking in the the heat that we have currently and one that as soon as the heat comes up, as soon as the sun starts to shine, the Swedes start to think, that's not going to last, is it? It's not going to last. Will we get to June? Let's bloody hope so. Um, yeah, Benet sauce. Ooh. It's like Nippon Sopper, isn't it? Nippon Sopper, the nectar of the Lord. I'm going to talk about the Lord in a minute. There is, apparently, I don't know how many Lords they are, but there's a place in Buenos Aires. Um, why did I say it like that? Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. Um, sounds like a, what star sign is Aries? That's what star sign I am, Aries. Buenos, Buenos Aires in Argentina. Um, there's a place called the Holy Land. How messed up is this? I know we've got like Harry Potter Land and um, Disneyland. Um, I think they got Peppa Pig Land. But um, there's a thing called Holy Land. And it's the world's first religious theme park. Apparently you, you go there and there's like life-size statues of like the Pope, Mother Teresa. She was only tiny, wasn't she? She's was like a hobbit, wasn't she? And then they there's a thing of the crucifixion and you can walk through with people. And then they have, um, uh, they have like a, a Jesus thing. Uh, they have the crucifixion and then there's the Last Supper. There's merchandise. Um, and yeah. It sounds like a really fun and um, lovely, lovely day out, to be honest. Um, I know that Lonely Planet um, said the world's first religious is a very, very tacky place. Of course it is. It's one of the weirdest things I've ever read. And uh, I think nuns and priests um, go for free. So if you're a nun or you're a priest and you listen to this pod, know full well that you can go to Buenos Aires and get into the theme park, the Holy Land. It's messed up, isn't it? It almost feels like um, uh, that it's just a joke, but it seems quite serious. They have this giant Jesus coming out of of a, of a mountain, um, the resurrection. That happens every 30 minutes. And what I like about this is, I'm sure like the Simpsons or the future armor people, didn't they do something like this? Anyway, so that's the other news. Um... In my own personal news, um, what was I talking about? Yeah, Benet sauce. Yeah, so I can I can eat um, I can eat I could have like a hamburger 
in my hand, taking bites out of it before I go on now. I still get, I still get so nervous. But I don't stress about the nerves. I still get the nerves. But I don't, it's like me, I'm going to work, right? You, I don't, you know, that feeling that maybe that you have, I don't know. Are you, where do you see yourself in five minutes? Still listening to this? Yes, you do. Um, it's, I don't have that kind of, oh no, work. I've never had that. That's brilliant. It's a brilliant feeling never to have that. But I do have that feeling sometimes of, um, why am I doing this? Is this me? Am I doing this? Especially when it's a theatre show, I'm absolutely amazed that, and I always say this to other comedians, like, go and watch a show, right? Go and sit in, in a theatre and watch a show and get the buzz and the feeling of being in a in a theatre watching a show. Because when we're on stage, we just do it. We just love it, you know? So um, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I love it. Um, but now I can just eat. I get a bit nervous, you know. And I tell you something that's kind of weird is you can look at social media in the break, which is a bit messed up. So I can check my Facebook, and it's not an ego thing, but um, you know, just in case they go, "Oh, it was weird. Our picture's zip was open, and we saw his penis. Something like that." I'd like to find that out in the break. Because a Swedish person wouldn't tell you. They'd just let you let you fly on. Um, it's like the other day when I was running. This, uh, this person um, was pushing a pram. This guy was pushing a pram. He was going up a hill. I was going down a hill. There was a child in the pram. But he looked less kind of stressed about his workout than I was and I was going downhill he was going uphill and uh and then we sort of met on on like another part of it and I think I worked out that he had probably gone further than I had I'd gone like a shorter distance and I was running I I listened to a thing an app called run run feed run keeper run keeper and it tells me every five minutes how far I've gone minutes and things like that um and then at the end it's like calories and all that nonsense I think there should be a more honest run keeper maybe I should do this as a sketch for YouTube and go viral I'm gonna go viral I think um yeah I um I need one that sort of says you know, you have reached 10 minutes. Come on, don't give up now. Even if you need a poo. I don't know if you've ever had a run. Have you ever been running? First thing, first lesson, right? When you run, don't drink coffee, right? That's the first lesson. Not not whilst you're running. You know, you don't see that in the marathons. Maybe you do in the Stockholm Marathon. Who knows? There's like a fika table there. Um, but don't drink coffee I'd say at least five hours before you go running. Sometimes I have like a coffee and then I get ready and I go for a run like 30 minutes later. 
and I'm running and I'm just, I can just feel bicer. I ju- it's just brutal. It's like one of the weirdest runs that you, you can, uh, you can experience. It's, it's almost like a kind of a, a, a torture. It's a, it's a torture plan. They should do that to torture. No, they shouldn't torture people, should they? But there's some people that don't talk. Like my son had a half a day the other day of not talking to me. It's kind of weird. Although, because his mum was away this weekend, uh, my wife, um, she was doing an art exhibition, which is in Hoodinger. If you're anywhere near Hoodinger and you want to see an art exhibition, go and see this art exhibition. It's in Hoodinger. Um, uh, for 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 to God, Um, what I did was I set up the computer, the laptop, at the end of um the bed. We've all, you know, my, my my wife and I have got a bed. The kids have got beds, but it was in. They don't normally sleep in the same bed. So because she was away. I set up the laptop at the end of the bed and I put on Netflix. Um, I was going to say Netflix and chill, but that's not the right thing when I'm talking about this. But yeah, Netflix. And my son put his hands behind his head and he just said, Papa, this is amazing. So yeah, so you you know, so you can kind of, that's that's when he was talking. For a while there, he went a bit kind of, um, a little bit kind of, I don't want to, I'm not going to waste any words on your nonsense, you know. But, uh, and he's quite funny with my stand-up because he really doesn't care. I try to, I've tried to let him watch YouTube. I put him on, I put it on YouTube once. He didn't like it at all, did he? He did not like it at all. Um, talking of things that I do like, this is the kind of story that I love, right? Um, there was a couple in the north of England and they found, uh, like a large, like rock, which was smelly. Okay. And they picked it up and it was a chunk of whale vomit. It's a big thing of whale vomit. Um, so they... They kind of smelt it, and then it's it's called what the the thing it looks like a piece of ambergris. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B two B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B two B either. That's why if you're a B two B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Or whale vomit, right? 
and it's used in perfume making. I didn't know that. Did you know that? So that means you spray on a bit of the old perfume and you're like, oh, what's that then? Oof. Oh yeah, is that Calvin Klein whale vomit, is it? Oh, that's beautiful. Are you, are you, oh, that smells gorgeous. What is that Chanel whale shit? Yeah, that's beautiful. That's really nice. Yeah. Well, what have you got on? Oh, dolphin penis. Oh, why would it be dolphin penis? I don't know. I just said it. Uh, so, yeah, and then they found it. And then um, it's really... Uh, what was great was that the, the husband saw this whale vomit. They'd read about it, right? It's from... Um, it's from a sperm whale. <laughs> Funny joke. Sperm whale. Um, and it's called... It's nicknamed Floating Gold, and it's it's good for perfume. And then um, it's like from the intestines of a sperm whale, right? And then it takes years, and it can be out in the water for years, like just sits in the ocean. And then um, uh, and then it, it comes to shore, and they they find it, and they've been reading about this thing. It's about the size of a handball, right? What they found, right? Um, and then they, um, what they, what they did was they they took it in, and it's worth half a million kroner, five hundred thousand kroner, half a million kroner from some whale vomit. So, next time. If you're out on the ocean, maybe you go whale spotting. Just give it a bit of, um, just throw it some, you know, like bad, um, bad chicken or something like that. Curried chicken. That's where I, I actually, I've only ever had food poisoning once. And that was from a jacket potato with chicken curry in it. It was in a place called Hofors. Hofors. And um yeah, it was uh it was it was it was a surprise, if I can just say that. So um yeah. And the people that found the, the whale vomit, um they've decided that they're going to buy a caravan with it. So there we go. So what my plan is, is um, this is how we're going to take over the world. You and I, okay? We're going to we're gonna make um, whales vomit, okay? Uh, val vomit or val spit, spit, is it? Spit, I think, in Svensk. Um, we're going to do whale vomit and then we're going to... Um, Design a run keeper, okay, um, and then we're sorted. We've got the we're, we're, we've sorted the world. Um, I love those stories, though. Those stories are kind of, you know, I I used to look at people who won like the lottery. Um, no, actually, I don't look at people who win the lottery and feel anger. Of course, I don't because it's normally it's normally some 
person that's been worth working for 38 years in a factory and they've always had these numbers and it comes through and I love those kind of stories I think I get more annoyed if I see someone driving a funny colored Lamborghini I don't even know if I'd I don't even know the background to the purchase of the Lamborghini but it annoys the shit out of me there's some kind of um, annoyance to it I don't know what it is. Maybe they maybe they won the lottery. Maybe they were part of a factory group that won a ticket. But it does my head in when people... A, paint Lamborghinis a stupid colour, drive a sports car, and show off. Okay? So there, I've said, I've said what I had to say, and I've done that. Um, but yeah, talking... Um, about this filming so we're filming this week um april 15th and 16th it's now wednesday uh so if you still want to come there's some tickets on the friday there's not many on the saturday at all friday there's like maybe 20 or 30 i think um but it's always good to have it full um we are darkening the audience uh, that's not a racist thing. Uh, we are just um, sounded racist, didn't it? We're darkening the audiences. Like they have to put on face masks or something like that. Um, no, we have to. Um, we're going to bring the lights down a bit because I think Swedes like to laugh more in the darkness, in the dark. You know, they like to be. It's like you know, during winter, people laugh probably more than summer. I don't know, that's, is that a true fact? Who knows? Um, so, yeah, I'm going to do that. Um, and I'm um, really, really looking forward to it. April 15th, April 16th. That's at Reval, Stockholm. Um, and uh, you're you're really, really welcome to come along. Please do it. It's the best of. It's three shows. Um, three shows. It's It's three tours. And then I'm going to make it into one show. So I have to make it into a 50-minute special for a TV channel, which I can't uh, tell you at the moment, but it's going to happen. So it's a 50-minute thing, and I've got 85 minutes, and I'm going to put that into 50. So it's um, it's going to be great, you know. And there's always a weird thing when the cameras are on, you know. Um, hopefully they will be on, but... There's always a bizarre feeling of, you know, some some comedians are, are very very good at um, at doing live recordings. Okay, I don't think I'm so good. You know, I've got a clip on on YouTube uh, at Raw Comedy Raw Comedy Club, um, and that's I really like that. I can watch that, but I'm not a. Uh, I'm going to be part of the edit process afterwards. I'm going to be, you know, helping them edit it. But that will be absolutely awful for me. That will be like identifying my body, myself, when I'm dead. Um, you know, like pulling the blanket over. Blanket? Sheet? And me going, yep, yeah, that's me. That's me. It's definitely me. Um... Because I, do, I don't, I don't, basically, I don't like the sight of my face. 
Um, I think we think we do things better, you know. That's why, you know, a person like me doesn't video a sexual experience because I probably think it's a lot more amazing than anybody else is, does, involved with. Um, so when you watch comedy back, you've, you've, you know, and there's a lot of comedy that happens in the room. There's a lot of comedy that is about the moment. Um, there's a lot of comedy about interaction. But it never, ever works if you, um, if you're there in the time, it's great. But when you watch it with Netflix and chill, you're just like, I, I don't give a shit. You know, I really don't care about Bengt from Flynn. You know, not many do. Not many do. Not since he went, you know, a little bit strange. I actually heard an urban myth the other day, and it, oh, I was going to say, it's not true, of course it's not, but um, I don't know if you remember the urban myths of your, your time, you know, there's always one, there's always something about um, some high profile personality being into weird stuff, uh, I think it was Richard Gere was our one, if you've never heard that one, something about a gerbil and Richard Gere. Um, and I always wonder, does he know these things? You know, is he being told these things? Um, there was one where um, somebody hated her school and put pencils up her nose and headbutted the desk to get rid of the exam. There was nasty ones. Let's put it that way. There was not. I mean, there's that one where the person's driving along. And then sees um, something at the side of the road, uh, and thinks it's like a it's like a baby's thing, a baby chair, not a baby chair, but a, a car seat for a baby, not a baby chair, you know, like a um, one at a table. It'd be ridiculous. You wouldn't stop for that. You'd go. That's a bit weird. Drive on quickly. But there's a baby, and then. They go, they stop, they look in the baby chair, the car seat chair, there's nothing there. So they get back in the car and then they're driving and then someone's flashing lights behind them, um, telling them to stop and beep, beep. And they follow them home. They, and then the person's really freaked out, gets out. But actually what had happened was somebody had gone in the car when they went over to look at the car seat. That kind of thing. Yeah. So I read this thing about Bristol in England. Where there was a car park. And there was a parking attendant. Who would charge a really good price. There was a parking meter there. Built and everything. One pound something. Like ten krona. Um, for people to park. Seventy krona for buses. Everyone said it was a brilliant price. Um, then one day the attendant wasn't there, been there for like 25 years, uh, wasn't there. Um, so someone rang the council, the council said it's got nothing to do with them. It's the zoo that employ him. And the zoo said, no, 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 it's definitely the council. Check your work roster. And he wasn't on the work roster. So he'd been doing this for 25 years, 
probably made 7 million, 70 million kroner. Turns out it was bullshit. But what a story. So I share that on Facebook, don't I? And then there's people straight away, fake, fake. You know, um, I'm not naive, but I thought it was a really cool story. Uh, my mum posts stuff sometimes, which is like, um, you know, a story about uh, there's a, like a, there's some kind of film where a woman walks across, an old lady, really old lady, walking across the road. The car beeps the horn and then the, the woman smashes the windscreen. Um, but my mum thinks it's real. And it's very hard to to tell people that it's like fake, fake, urban myth, wrong, bullshit. But um, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, so that is this weekend. Um, it's going to be a, a very different show. Um, but I really, really would love you to come along. April 15th, April 16th, this weekend. I am stressed. I am... Um, uh, I am paranoid, I am worried, but if you're there, it's going to be a lot better. Have a brilliant, brilliant week. I hope you've enjoyed this one. We've talked about whale vomit, we've talked about urban myths, we've talked about the Holy Land, and um, I hope you've smiled. We've got a new idea for the Run Keeper, and all you've got to do is tell people, this is a really funny little podcast. Have a listen, it's just one person called Al Pitcher, who just talks to himself and imagines that at least some people are listening. So have a great, great week. Happy Wednesday to you all. This is when it was released on Wednesday. Uh, You might be listening on Thursday, so that makes no sense at all. I apologize. Let's play the jingle. Oh, the Al Pitcher podcast. Fifan, the Al Pitcher podcast that's the official alpicture podcast please share thanks and make it